simple as that. Yeah. Wankers. Rob's here. Yeah, I'm alive, just about. Just about. So what happened then, Rob? I put a picture. I put the picture of uh, your text message saying, look, I'm, I'm going to have to <laughs> delay this one. I don't even know what time it is. What time did I text you? Was it just before? But, yeah, or was it? Uh, I thought it was like an hour after or something. I was, I was like, fuck. No, well, I thought it, because I didn't know the clocks had gone forward. So yeah, I, yeah. I didn't realise what was going on. Yeah, yeah, you I didn't realise that. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. I didn't know if it was an hour late or, or just before or what. But I was just like, I was just in a world of pain. I woke up, well, I've been waking up, been vomiting, obviously, as you do, you know, as a, when you have a heavy, heavy, heavy night. And um, I just looked across, I was like, fuck, I ain't going to get there in time. No chance, I'm, gonna, I'm going to die if I try and do anything in a minute. It's one of them. So where were you and what were you doing? I was at um, a christening. A christening? Yeah, yeah. So in the house of God. In the house of God. That. Christening and a birthday. It's like a double whammy. Double whammy. Yeah, yeah. man. And um, I was drinking Guinness in the in the the christening, not at the christening, obviously the party after sort of thing. And then uh, I was drinking, what was I drinking after that? Probably I everything. I think it's cans of San Miguel. And then I was drinking whiskey, lots of whiskey, because the person who, whose house I went round um, collects whiskey. So they're just going, try, oh this, try this, try this, try this, try Fuck. this, try this, try this. And I did. And you were just going, okay, okay, uh, yeah, I okay. Can't, I can't remember what, it could have been five o'clock in the evening I got back, it could have been two in the morning, It could have. I don't fucking know. And you woke up in the suit. I woke up in my suit, yeah. Um, my girlfriend tried to take my suit jacket off, but obviously I was too big for her or something, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was just fucked. Just like woke up and was like, you know, when you don't know if you've been out of the piss sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And you wake up when you've, you've been out a few beers and you think, did I go out last night? Because you're, you're still in the world of like abyss, basically. Yeah, you're trying to figure out your surroundings. And you're and like, what, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like that. I was like, and I was like, I'm in my suit. Fuck. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's uh, Rob's done well. He's, Paul was actually saying to me, well, he wrote on a comment on Facebook. Yeah. Um, if he pukes. I hope you puke on a podcast. I want to hear live vomiting. I'm not okay. going to pause it. So if you d- if you're going to puke, do it. Yeah, just do it. Yeah, I think I it'll, it'll add to it. <laughs> we'll make it sound better on podcast anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mate, you're brave. I wouldn't do that. Uh, <laughs> it might come out. Yeah. Oh dear, mate. Hey, we've got to give a shout out to Paul actually because he's uh, I did some work for him. So um, I thought it'd be nice to say hi. Obviously, I haven't said hi yeah. to Paul. Properly for a long time on the podcast. Big so up Paul, big up Paul. Yeah, big it up, man. Talking of pools, I think we've got a a, sp- a Paul Sparrow trilogy of podcasts coming up soon. Have we? Yeah, Lieutenant Brigadier General Sparrow sent in three brilliant episode suggestions, which are going to be guessing the murder ones. Um, no, no, but they're going to be spread. Mm, one of them might be. You could kind of think it is. Mm. All be revealed, and they're going to be sort of spread out between now and. Episode sixty nine, episode seventy ish. Oh, cool! And they're good, man. Yeah, they're really good. Uh, you got any more shout outs, Nick? Um, no, fuck everyone. <laughs> shout out <laughs> to Aliki the Strangler with a broken collarbone and new mug. New mug. Yeah, yeah. Not like new oh, the p- yeah, yeah. Not new face. New new mug. A new mug. Yeah, <laughs> new face. She's got a face transplant. She's got a face transplant. Yeah, just you know, just broken shoulder and a face transplant. Yeah, man. Hard as nails. And word to Sophie as well. Big up Sophie. She knows the score. Um, she says that chickens come from dinosaurs. They're a direct descendant from dinosaurs and thinks the Illuminati rule the world for real. So some thoughts to explore. Yeah, something to, to look into, isn't it? That's uh, Aliki's friend. So Aliki basically is putting our podcast on blast at work by using our merg and stickers or whatever. And Sophie's into us. Yeah, man. Well, the chicken thing is true. 
could be. I, I don't know. I don't know. Aliki was telling me that while she was killing me, and I was thought, I thought, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. While she was killing you, it's like the weirdest me. scenario in the world. Right, so she's strangling you in training. I'm guessing, <laughs> <laughs> and going. Did you know chickens are descendants of of God. dinosaurs? Right? <laughs> and the Illuminati in all the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's happening? Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, man, nice one, people. Uh, Sh- Shola dog on Twitter. Flat Earth. He said, do an episode on on Flat Earth. I don't know if I can do that. That might just be too much. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think it'd be quite good because you'll you'll get the um the, the well how I would say it, the nutters who uh, think it is, and it clearly isn't, because how the fuck is it? Yeah, ha- yeah. how can it be dark in one, Where, one part where's of the, the world? Where's the stop-off point? Because surely it'd just be a stop-off point apparently, as well. Apparently there's an ice wall that runs around the whole world, and it's, inclo- it's enclosed underneath a dome. Maybe what we'll do is... We'll is, do it on top, is it on top of a tur- turtle's back or something yeah, as well? Yeah, which is on top of another turtle. Yeah, which yeah. Is on top of another turtle. And then attached to a lamp there. shade <laughs> and then set on fire. I don't know. I reckon to cover that in like... Um, because next weekend, we've got four days off because it's a bank holiday. Might just do a piss-up one and just... I don't know. Yeah, we'll figure Ridicule Flat Earth on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Troy Higgins, he heard us from Sub the... Troy. Uh, from the Sniperoos. Sniperoos. Jess Beam Carter. Another phenomenal name. Jess Bean Carter. Beam. B-E-A-M. Beam. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. right, okay. Cool. It's, it's a good name, isn't it, man? Elijah, Adam, Dan, Lewis, Amy, and big up to John Smith. Big as up in, Johnny. As in the booze. <laughs> and also, <laughs> Danger Kate and Adventure Adventurer Ben. That's a fucking phenomenal Danger it, Kate. Yeah. And Adventurer Ben. Adventure Ben, yeah. Are they both the same like um group of people or are they just it's two on randoms? It, yeah, yeah. On Instagram, yeah. All two right, people. Okay, cool. Two people, yeah. And uh, Brandon the Assassin. <laughs> who uh, always I hope he actually is. He is. He always assassinates me every time. <laughs> Does he? Yeah, he sends me to the world of like a pink dimension where I don't know what's going on. He's just strangling <laughs> me to death. Uh, if I've forgotten anybody, uh, let me know because we've had f- loads <clears throat> going on this week. Yeah. Like, regarding the p- a, lot, a lot of people getting in contact. So if I've forgotten anyone, um, just let us know when you've won some stickers or something. I'll just give you some stickers yeah, and yeah. you get a shout out next week. Uh, Rebecca Purrington as well. Um, Exciting email, but we're not going to dive into details yet. We'll wait till next weekend. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it sounds good. That's obviously we've gone through it and read it. It sounds amazing. To be fair, yeah, brilliant stuff. So uh, cool, man. Exciting. Yeah, uh, did you also Ben sent um, as in Billy No Mates Ben? Yeah, s- sent a uh, Ben Wal- Walton. Uh, I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> ben Walton. Uh, I don't know. I've never heard of him. He uh, he sent <laughs> a vi- a video through in um to like my inbox of um but I didn't put it on the main page because it'd probably just get pulled off and it was of a dildo drone. Did you see it? Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant, yeah. Brilliant, isn't yeah, it? What, how cool is that? <laughs> it's fucking there. It's a DJI Phantom drone with a dildo mounted onto it. Um, that could get that could get risky. <laughs> that could couldn't it? Could get dangerous. Yeah, that's what I mean. You slice her up. Right. <laughs> um. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Fly <Whoops>. off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's that flying through the sky? What is it? It looks like a dildo attached to a fucking drone. Because it, it, it is. It's covered in blood. <laughs> it was also some extreme piloting. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking that. I was thinking, surely, as it's going in as well, the, the pressure changes and all that's going to throw it off a bit. So, fair play to him. Brave, Must yeah. be some, some seriously good uh, dronage going on there. And the young lady in question must have been uh, receptive to the drone because it's not as easy as you think yeah so the thing well, is the thing is I'm on that I didn't see a, a video of it from another person's point of view 
because you see it coming down, but then you see it from the drone's point yeah. of view. But could that just be someone holding the drone? No, because I looked at the shadow. Right, okay. And you can s- clearly see propellers moving. So even if somebody is holding it, it's still... Yeah, yeah. They didn't. I mean, <laughs> they literally did fly a drone with a dildo mounted onto it. And, well, you get it. If you want to see it, uh, I'm sure you can find it. Or just... Well, I'm sure if you just type that in, it's just going <laughs> to come up straight away, <laughs> isn't it? Dildo yeah. drone. Yeah, yeah, dildo drone. One Google hit. There it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> crack cushions, as always. Yeah, good old crack cushions. Sitting on them now. Yeah. I feel like you shouldn't really be sitting on crack cushions. They should be in a display case. They should be, shouldn't they? I f- mine's, mine's kind of locked up. And I was, <laughs> locked I was, up? Yeah, it's locked up. In it's possessed? It's, it's not been sat on for that one. It's kept its um, cushiony, cushiony goodness. Oh, and mine has, but yeah. it is under my arse now. But they're always going to keep cushiony goodness, the crack cushions, though, aren't they? Absolutely. They're proper cushions. They don't fuck around. No fucking about Carousel Sniper. No fucking about with them boys. Go yeah. go check them Sniper out. Sniper Yeah, been down in. Um, I think Sean's been in New Zealand. That's like d- like you said, down under, down under. Right. Yeah. That's the end of the world. Yeah, man. There's nothing any further. But there's now. nothing down under. In fact, it's what should have done. Flat. It's so there's nothing down under. Sean, We're all on the same level. He wasn't far <laughs> off the edge of the uh, the ice wall there. Oh yeah, yeah. Could yeah. have, could have con- conclusively yeah. proved it. He could have took a picture for us, couldn't he? Yeah. Just, you know, well. Maybe you can next time. Take a picture of the ice wall and then obviously, you know, I don't know what's behind the ice wall. Apparently nothing. Nothing. There's something else out there. It's, it's like outside of our universe. That is, you, you it's can't strange because I haven't seen this picture of this ice wall. I would have thought um, it would have been quite... Because it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> no, this is what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say, like, if it was, that would be like one of the... the, the the five wonders of the world because it's like the corner of the earth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah the ultimate wonder. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, we're in a, in a fucking dome. Yeah, you're in a dome and, and you got a nice wall and then there's nothing. It's just space again. Uh, you're weak and stupid. Um, uh, I've just, yeah, I've got to rip. I've got to do the the chili, <laughs> chili challenge, haven't yeah, I? I was going to say, I, w- I will do it. Uh, just com- to be fair, I just completely forgot about it. I've got so, a couple of notes written down regarding because I was like, because I can't remember everything that I meant to talk about. So yeah, I was going to say the chili challenge. Yeah, man, you've got to obviously sort that out. Yeah, but Lovell also sent me something. I think it was yesterday. I don't know. I was work. I don't know what was going on yesterday. So I got a bit confused. <laughs> but he sent me a, a link to somebody being killed in Star City or Star. Oh City, yes, as yeah, they call it. yeah, yeah. He got his, he got his head trapped underneath a f- electric f- foot thing or something. Yeah, it was a, a cinema. How the fuck did he do that? Did he uh, drop a bean underneath? And try Apparently and get it he dropped it. Well, they'll, they'll obviously talk about it. And so, if you want to know what happened, yeah, fuck it. Just are, are, they to ta- are they doing an episode on it? Are they? Or well, they'll, they'll probably cover it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. If you want to know how a bloke got killed in a cinema by a chair, then um, <laughs> it's not far from us as well, isn't it? It's literally up the road. Really. Up the road in Star. C- sorry, Stab City. Stab as we City. Call it. Yeah. And, and Electrocution City, yeah. by the sound of it. It's, no, it's the, the robots are rising. Yeah. It's the beginning of the, the end. Yeah, that's it. It's the chairs are on their fight back. Chairs. Are They've had enough people. of being sat on and shit on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like <laughs> they take it over now. The electric. How do you get your head stuck underneath an electric? F- I want to know what the, how it happened. I mean, did was it closing as he had his head in there? Did I it trap him, or did he get electrocuted I think by it? He or dropped what? his phone and it went underneath. They'll they'll obviously fill us in on the details, but I had a cursory read. Yeah, I think he dropped his phone and he went Felt underneath to, to go like get it, and then it shut. But I don't think it crushed him. I think he. He went into. He panicked. Mm. He might have had a heart attack. He did have a heart attack. Was he, that what it yeah, was? Yeah. Fuck but I didn't know if he crushed it. You hear me? My God. <laughs> I didn't know if um it like cracked his neck a bit or something. You Probably know, we're not did, like man. killed him, but like you know what I mean. But 
I imagine it's it's probably like a fucking crocodile, though, isn't it? One of them things, you know, when they go down. Yeah, and you, yeah you don't have much force, isn't it? Yeah, you, you, can, you know, you can close them easy. But, but once they bite, snap down, you, you can literally can't get them off. It's yeah. like that. It's probably. like a ratchet. It's yeah. got to go all the way Apparently, down before yeah. it goes up. Apparently, he had a heart attack. They revived him. They bring him back to life. Sorry, everyone. I just went a bit super loud for no reason then. Um, and then, obviously, he has died now. So yeah. maybe Shocking. he's had another heart attack. Not good, is it? No. Maybe uh, he got his head stuck into another one at the hospital. <laughs> they dropped him on the stretcher. Yeah, dropped, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the electric stretcher. <laughs> Better than your boyfriend. That's a billionaire about Ben's band. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, check them out. They're available <laughs> for like um, weddings, funerals, probably. Maybe. Yeah. Um, and just various functions. So fuck, you can find them on Facebook. I can't. I, I think Ben would do anything. Well, he's <laughs> sending us. <laughs> t- if, 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 if he's done a nudist gig as well. And yeah. you know, I mean, I think he would. If someone went, you got he did, yeah. you got to sing a band. You got to do your music to twenty thousand dogs shitting on cats or something. You go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, yeah, yeah. So could um, be a world record there, Ben. Maybe you should uh, go for it, and that's how you get well, you know, world renowned recognition. Yeah. Just do crazy random gigs. Yeah, like I want to see. I don't think people are going to like get twenty thousand dogs shitting on cats. Yeah. So that would be particularly odd and very difficult to to the organise. W- the as one, well. the only, the massacre gig where everyone <laughs> just massacres each other. Now, do you know what I was reading? Um, something like about a death metal gig. Uh, normal. I, think, I think it's the uh, some sort of the Aztecs or something. Obviously, it might have been you telling me. Someone told me anyway. Um, and they they, I think it might have been on the podcast actually. <laughs> I can't remember. But um, there's it's like a, like a massacres and they they what they do is they when they get caught. Um, they accept that they're going to die, yeah. and then they bring them up on stage, and all sort of waiting, like to, like to be like, like, like in a mosh pit, a mosh pit or something. Yeah, yeah, be like, I'll tell you what, lads, I'll go to the back of this mosh pit. <laughs> I'm going to fuck right off. So, uh, stickers available for free in it. So, if you want some stickers, just write us on iTunes, take a screen back, grab and send it to us. Uh, you can get us on Facebook, Instagram. Google our name and it will come up everywhere. Yeah. And then um, if you want the email address, it's robotsforise at gmail.com. And um, that'll do for the longest ever intro. Nearly Is 15 it? minutes long, that. Well, so talking shit again, I should have I? said at the beginning, if you don't want to listen to a 15... I knew it was going to be 15 minutes. I knew. I struck before we even started. I thought this was going to be a long one, but it'd probably help. It could make it short if I just shut the fuck up now. Yeah, shut up. And shut up. Doing it. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Rob is literally back in the room now. He's just yeah, like yeah. Feeling I'm, I'm just feeling, feeling 100% again. Before we go, I'm... I'm yeah, get a beer on the go. Do you want a beer, Rob? Shall I have one? Yeah, go on, I'll have a beer. Nah, you, really? You want one? I'll have one. There you go. You've got to put it in your stubby holder as well. Oh, yes. Yeah. You're, you're weak in stupid podcast. Stubby yeah, thing. So right, yeah. Go on then. Why not? One. You haven't got a clue what we're talking about today, have you? No. Or have you? I I don't know. Got, no, I never have a fucking clue, mate. Jungle <laughs> survival... <laughs> <coughs> oh, he's dead already. <coughs> oh, Christ. Pardon me. Uh, yeah, man. Jungle survival. Oh, cool. I love tales of extreme survival. I think they're fascinating. How people love tales. Yeah, yeah. Not, not 
Love Tales. Love Tales of Extreme Survival. Oh, right, I was going to say. I like stories about all, extreme survival. You're getting all all of a sudden. You were talking about jungle stuff a minute ago, and then you're going, let's talk about Love Tales. So I'm not talking about, I never talk Never about heard that. of Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to probably sporadically cover a few of these extreme yeah, yeah. survival ones. There's like the the Chilean mining disaster where they bl- them fellas got stuck in miles under the ground for God knows I don't like that. Do you know why I don't <laughs> like it? Because it's terrifying. Well, it's terrifying, but... They end up being like superstars from it. Hey, good man. If you trap me into the ground, I want to be a superstar. Nah, I wouldn't want that. I would not want that. You've been gone through like what? How long were they down there? Five, six days. I, like I don't. I literally You've gone have through no torture. Idea. You've gone through like a torture, and then you come out and you're like a fucking celebrity. The last thing that'd be the last thing I'd want. Yeah, it might be very. And the movie's been done. And you're like, what the? F- I've only just got out. <laughs> <laughs> Movies done before you even got out the mine or something. These, these, um, yeah, before you come out the sequel. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They've got to fuck you up though. These stories, man. That these the things that some people go through, like the story surrounding a name of Juliana Kopka. It's it's terrifying and totally amazing at the same time for more than one reason. Uh, it's crazy because she survived falling two and a half miles out of an aeroplane. Only to land in the... What? Per- oh, yeah, exactly, mate. It's crazy. Only to land in the Peruvian jungle in the middle of nowhere. And her mum was killed in the process. It's fucking nuts. It's crazy. What, her and the mum fell out? They Every- fall, they fall out of the plane? Everybody fell out, uh, mate. Did the plane, like, explode or something? We'll or? get to it, yeah. Oh, right, how, the, how the fuck do you fall out of a plane? Yeah, it's not a chair. <laughs> yeah, to slip out. <laughs> With Julianne and her mum were flying home over the Peruvian rainforest on Christmas Eve... Of all fucking times to happen, 1971. She's only 17 when this happened. Uh, you might as well be flying over the fucking ocean how when you're over the jungles. How much terror would you be in? That you, but you, Mega. whatever happened to the, the plane, and the next next thing, you suddenly you're just falling. Yeah. You're just going. You just, I just close my eyes. I just go, I'm gonna die. So it's I just close my eyes. I not not um, acknowledge the floor getting closer. Just just let it happen. Close your eyes and just go. Happy place. Yeah. Wait for the fucking smack of death to hit you. Except for just staring at the gang and fuck, it's getting closer. Well, like the ju- like jungle. I was thinking about it. Jungle survival, um, like the search and rescue attempts, in some respects, harder in the jungle because in the ocean. I mean, I know you can drown and it's fucking dangerous as shit. I mean, nowhere's good in these situations. But if you're in the ocean and you're buoyant and you know I'm f- floating on something, you're you're potentially easier to find because. You're there's not no covered other, up. There's no other obst- yeah. There's no other obstacles blocking you. Yeah, th- when you're in the jungle, you're underneath the canopy of the trees. It's still like finding a, a needle in a haystack in a way oh, because it's because fucked. of the fucking size of it. But like you're right, I know what you mean. At least if you fall into the fucking jungle and you've got a rescue team coming over, what's the chance of them finding you when you've got all the trees and everything blocking the view? And obviously, if you're on that, if you you're trying to get rescued, you would try and get to an open area, obviously. Yeah. But the question is, which one you're going to go to? Well, the John one which they've fly, already flow pa- flown past, or yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And well, uh, the chances are they still won't see you. Well, the jungle rescues are because you can kind of you can self rescue. You can walk about. There's stuff you can do when you're in the sea. You're kind of fucked, but you can't be seen when you're in the jungle. It's really hard. But yeah, it's like it's like, <coughs> it's like one extreme to the other, isn't it? It's yeah. like, would you like to not be seen and have a chance of surviving by eating things, or would you like to have a chance of being seen but not having any drink or food? Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's it's shocking, mate. Pick one. Well, they were on board an internal Lanza flight. Uh, the flight number was five away. I don't know why I've, I fucking bothered to include the... F- why do you care about the flight number? Anyway, 
It was flight five it's, away. It's good facts. You never know. There might be something might prop up and they go, "Oh my god, this happened." I'm gonna need to scale back on my information in some respects. There, they were flying a um, a Lockheed Electra OBR nine four one commercial airline. It's not like a jet plane. It was a big turbo prop plane, not small thing. There were ninety two people on. It was flying from Lima to Paul Kipper in Peru. It's like a big version of that rickety ass Indiana Jones plane. You know what I mean? I think oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you wouldn't, you're not, I haven't got full confidence in it. It looks a bit, looks a bit Dodge Viper. Um, it was the last flight out of Lima before Chris, the Christmas holidays, and they knew it, so they obviously wanted to get home. They wanted to get on board the flight. There were massive queues at the airport, lots of confusion. Uh, I think they had to pay a little extra on the side. You know what I mean, like a palm greaser to get onto the flight. It's, it sounds like a bit of a fucking free for all. And having gone to um, airports oh, in third world countries. I I've, I have seen that they can literally just be tense. And y- you were saying when you went to Nigeria, didn't, didn't you? Yeah. That it was uh, you could it just, w- just basically they wanted bribes all the time. Oh yeah, there, there was burnt out jets on the runway. There's no fucking arrivals. The blokes were shit. It's yeah, it's crazy. So I'm guessing it's sort of like that. Um, but so they they're trying to get onto the si- onto the plane. Have to grease someone's palm. They got their seats confirmed. Um, when they did, Julianne says her mum was happy, obviously, to be getting on the plane, but she was a little worried and apprehensive about flying on this particular airline because the airline company, Lanza, had a bit of a track record due to two previous crashes. <laughs> so um, <laughs> Lanza Flight 501 crashed into the side of a mountain on the 27th of April 1966, killing all 49 people on board. Um I don't think investigators knew the reason f- for the why it came down because it was just smashed to a million pieces. Mm. It's not you can't. I mean, I know that they can back engineer wreckage, but when you hit the side of a mountain in an inaccessible region at high speeds, there's not a lot left. Yeah, uh, there's, a, there's a certain amount of impact which fucks up the whole situation. <laughs> Basically, I think the best way to describe it. Yeah. That's what I'd say if I was the post mortem person. When you seen the bodies, you go, there's no point looking at them. Fubar. There was a wall. They basically hit a mountain, which is a really thick wall, in, if you do it in commercial terms. And the plane went kaput. Yeah. And just basically disappeared. It's over. So the fact that you've got some, some sort of body here is impressive. But it is dead. Yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> they did radio a distress signal 10 minutes after takeoff, but I didn't bother going into reasons why, because we've got fucking loads to get through. And then... Lands of Flight 502, so a second one, crashed on the 9th of August, 1970. After losing all of the power to one of its engines, there were 100 people on board that, and only one survived. Now, it's most likely uh, a mechanical failure due to human incompetence. So because of these crashes, Lanza had only got one plane left in their fleet. So you'd be thinking... I think if I was that company, I would have, um, after the first few crashes and you got one plane left, I'd just go... Should we just sell the plane and not do this? Because we're not very good at this, are we? <laughs> People are still People getting on board. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But it gets better, mate. The plane they were waiting to board in um, in Lima on in on Christmas Eve, it was delayed for a fucking long-ass time due to repair works being carried out. So fucking just walk, don't do it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so if you fast forward... If, if you go to an, an airport and it's complete chaos all the time and the planes have fucked everything... Just don't go on it. Yeah. Just get a taxi yeah, somewhere yeah. and try and get a ferry or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even if it's fucking across the world. So just take a month out and relax. If we fast <laughs> forward to after the crash, after this, uh, after Juliana's plane went down, investigators found out that the aircraft mechanics employed by Lanza, working on the plane that she flew on, they weren't aircraft engineers. They were motorcycle mechanics. 
well, yeah, well, at least there's something. And and not only that, the pilots who flew them out weren't even licensed to fly the fucking plane. Were they chimps? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> so you should name the company Plummet Airways at this point. Plum, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking yeah, crazy. Brilliant. Two, Absolutely brilliant. One's hit a mountain, one's just fucking blowing, like engine fell off or some shit. Yeah. And then you've got this one, which is being worked on by mecha- like motorcycle mechanics, and the pilots aren't even yeah. licensed. Russian roulette flights. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's fucking crazy. <laughs> it is Russian roulette. Yeah. So anyway, name the company. So why the fuck were they flying deep into the jungle on Christmas Eve? Well, their parents, Juliana's parents, were um, zoologists and had founded like a biological research station way out deep in the in the jungle, way out in the sticks. Uh, they both wanted to spend Christmas at home with the dad he was there at the time he was yep. still working there so they were flying out to meet him and it was that remote you could only get there on foot and the research station itself was about a one square mile installation right in the middle of the fucking jungle now I found this information out which shows how untouched it was in the immediate area around it just in the local area of this one research centre they found 400 species of trees 400 sp- uh, 350 species of birds, over 50 species of bats, 50 types of frogs, 80 types of mammals, just in the local area. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's like a fucking mine of finding new shit. Yeah, knowledge. I mean, how much is out there that we don't know? It's going to be ridiculous, isn't it? Like Think of the insects and stuff as well, you know what I mean? There's, there's going to be so many things, because that's like the main food, really, for everything yeah. Insects in the jungle, you know what I mean? That's what keeps the jungle going. That's how I see it anyway. It's like, um, you see it on ocean dives as well. Because like you, when they go down to the bottom of the sea... Yeah, there's loads of mental little bug things. and th- They just find new stuff on the reg all the time. Let's grab a little snapper up there. Ka-ching! Put that on the picture on the uh, Insta groups or whatever. Anyway, yeah. So um, Julianne, she was um, a German-Peruvian. Both her parents were Germans and they were, as we said, zoologists. They all moved to Peru to study the, the ecosystems. When was this? Just after World War Two? No, when she was <laughs> born in Germany, so... Uh, no, this would have been late 60s, early 70s. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying she's a Nazi. <laughs> I know what you were thinking there. I was <laughs> like, is it possible? <laughs> she probably wasn't a Nazi. Argentina to the Peru, you know what I mean? It's another, another place close. So. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. She just survived some next-level shit, and now we're calling her a Nazi. You're not a Nazi. <laughs> we're, only yeah, we're only messing. Oh, so yeah, so yeah. She wanted to become a zoologist, um, like following in her parents' footsteps. And because of this, she was glued, up, she was kind of clued up regarding jungle wildlife. And she had had sort of n- not the necessary experience to survive, but she, it wasn't an alien environment for her. She kind of knew a little bit of what to do. But she also knew how ruthless it was. Yeah. She wasn't going to make obvious mistakes. She'd been sort of told. Uh, but there's always a tale of fate with stories like this. Uh, and this one's no different. Uh, they were supposed to fly out on the, the previous day, the 23rd of December, but Juliana wanted to go to her school's graduation like dance thing. So they held... So it's her fault then. Yeah, just blame her. They held back a day, man. But I was thinking, man, everybody that gets killed is a so-called victim of fate, no matter where you are. You know, Like if, if you hadn't have chatted for an extra 10 minutes on the doorstep to somebody, you know, he wouldn't have crashed his car into if that he truck. If he didn't say yes there. to that man off New Sweets. You know what I mean? It was still, it is though. It's yeah. Even being murdered, you know what I mean? It's still just opportunist, opportunist unluckiness in a way. It's like your path will cross with something bad and you could have done something. I mean, yeah, you it makes you wonder how many times that could have occurred there. to yeah. you know, people that like me or you or anyone. Yeah, yeah. 
we might have, yeah, like you say, we, you got two paths. You got like a deaf path and the right path. Yeah. <laughs> and without even knowing, you've just gone down the right path. Exactly. Fluke. Fluke. Mm-hmm. And in this case, it, well, it was fluke because she she fucking got out of it. Yeah. Only just. But anyway, they boarded the plane. It departed apparently with no problems. It was a normal flight. They'd done this flight before many times. Um, it's totally cool. Nothing's wrong until something fucking goes wrong and then all hell breaks loose. So it was easy flying for the first 25 minutes of the approximate one-hour flight. No dramas. They had something to eat, a chat, looked out the window because the jungle's below them and they're fucking banging into the jungle. And it's, it's like a, just a, gr- a giant green mat, just yeah. horizon to horizon. Well, you would, though, wouldn't you? It doesn't matter who you are. I think you would always be looking out the window it's if amazing. you're going over a jungle. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. It must be an amazing sight. Just seeing green and then green below you and blue above you. Mad. Nothing, you know, nothing human made in there at all. It's just natural, complete nature. Yeah, yeah. Exactly as it, untouched by man, yeah. It's Mm. crazy. So just flying over the Andes and at some point after the 25 minute mark, a storm front formed on the flight path of the plane. Um, So they had to kind of navigate their way through it. But whatever, you know, standard. Planes do that all the time. No need to worry. So they say. Um, Julianne was cool with it. I think it's probably because she was 17. She's not, she hasn't had as much sort of rickety flying experience as I'm guessing her parents had had. Uh, she wasn't bothered about the, s- the storm at all, but her mum, on the other hand, was anxious. But Sh- shitting herself. N- not shitting it at this point, but she was anxious. She was <laughs> reassuring <laughs> everybody. That's all right, don't <laughs> worry, it's fine. The pilots know what they're doing. You're like, really? You fucking want to bet? She's <laughs> shitting herself at that point. She's shitting herself when the plane disappeared and yeah. she's falling through the sky. <laughs> well, it'd be fucking, really would be like airplane, wouldn't it? Does anybody know how to fly a plane? Because yeah. the fucking pilots don't. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, There's some fucking chimps from the jungle they've chucked in. <laughs> well, planes fly through storms all the time, so they it just tried to like brush it off. The best thing they thought they could do was just go to sleep. So they put their seatbelts on and shut their eyes. So if you ever sleep on a plane, if you take one thing from this nonsense podcast, is keep your fucking seatbelts on. Wherever you're sitting, just put them on because shit can go bad. Yeah, man. And you can survive shit yeah. if you're lucky. And so most of the time with planes, if you're fine... But then one little problem usually means death. That's how that's how I see planes. Yeah. Usually, you know yeah. what I mean. If the if there's a a, a crap a crash, you you're dead basically. Yeah. Yeah. You'd, you'd be extremely lucky to survive, and whatever she done, God knows what she done to well, to you, survive that day. You're not in an environment which is suitable for humans yeah. in the sky. So. And you've fallen, fucking stupid. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So sometime shortly after they fell asleep, they were violently awoken by the plane entering the storm and encountering extreme turbulence. That's what, how she described it. Literally throwing everybody about. If you weren't in your seat... You are getting fucked off. Yeah, you were getting pugmunked across the plane fast as fuck. The storm had completely engulfed the aircraft and it was like dropping down and being thrown back up. By, by the storm? Yeah, yeah, literally just... They looked out the windows to try and figure out what was going on. The visibility was zero... <laughs> from before when they could see everything it, now it had gone to nothing it was totally black outside all they could see was like mad flashes of light and really loud bangs right next to the plane thunder just cracking around them um, and shit loads of rain fuck loads of rain so they were like in a monsoon by mm. the sounds of it stuff was getting chucked out the cabin people are screaming you can picture it yeah, you can. Literally can. like airplane the film. Just chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People started to lose their shit, screaming and panicking, which never yeah, helps. Yeah, as I say, that's obviously what you do, because that's going to obviously make the plane work. Because if you scream and go, stop it, it's yeah. going to go, the storm's going to go, okay. Well, you can imagine the panic, though, man, because if... Uh, You've just got to sit there and brace and just hope. Yeah, you'd be like, 
I'd want to turn around and tell everyone to shut the fuck up and stop panicking because you panicking is going to make me lose my shit. Yeah, yeah. So do you mind keeping yourself cool for as long you, as you, you can? What you do is when you say that, you pull out your machete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably I'd got one on that plane. Can't see them going through the metal detectors at that airport. Um, but yeah, everyone was panicking. They kind of realised that they were in possibly in mortal danger and they were totally unable to do anything. Helpless, you, yeah, yeah. You're trapped in a fucking tube, metal tube, miles in the sky in an electrical storm yeah. over a jungle <laughs> being flown by people that can't fly the plane. Yeah. There's not a lot you can do. You've got Bill and Bob at the controls. It's yeah. fucking terrifying. Um, and then she, it gets really serious real fast. Julianne rem- says that she remembers an overwhelmingly powerful, bright, blinding white light out the right-hand window where she was sitting. And she thinks, but can't be sure because she's not like an aircraft investigator, but she thinks the engine got hit by lightning, which is the only clue we've got from the entire, you know, incident. Uh, There was a loud bang and more turbulence. One of the last things she remembers inside the plane was her mum saying, this is it. Holy shit bags. This is the (laughs) end. (laughs) Pretty much. This (laughs) is the end. My only friend. The end. Terrifying, isn't it? That's not cool, man. It it turns out a bolt of lightning blasted the the right wing, ripping it, pretty much clean off. Now her memory gets a little bit sketchy from here on in, which is not really surprising when you can see No, and you basically just seen the engine explode and basically your world's turned to absolute chaos because yeah. that basically is like your death sentence. But yeah, somehow yeah. she gone away. Oh, yeah. so Yeah. Well, we, it's crazy But you didn't happened. think that at the time. You didn't think, I'm, I'm going to be the only one who survives this. You wouldn't know. overwhelmed. Senses would be just going, what? So she, what she said is she recalled... Um, hearing the engines roaring like really badly, like flying off the limit, like beyond what they're supposed to do, and thinks the plane was possibly in a vertical nosedive, which would explain why they were screaming. Yeah, yeah. Everyone on board knew what the fuck was going on at this point and started <laughs> screaming louder so and louder. If you didn't know by that point, I think you know you. You're not going to get far in life. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting no, further. No, not, any, not any further anyway now, yeah? So it's a bit of a clusterfuck at this point. And then she says, all of a sudden, as if by magic, she was outside of the aircraft, s- still strapped into her seat, feeling the full force of like, the wind shear, pressure change, temperatures and the rain. She described the moment in a really strange and bizarre way. This is what she said. She said it wasn't like she had left the plane. It was as if the plane had left her. Probably had, though. Think about it. If it's on a nosedive and it's been fucked up by lightning, you know, a bit of... If the air can get into it, it's just going to rip it to fucking oh, yeah. pieces in about a second. It'd just be... Th- you'd have a plane and suddenly it'd all be gone. You'd be like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. It's windshield just ripped it to pit. All, yeah. all sensations of the plane's surroundings were gone. <laughs> there was nothing there. She was like... What the fuck? Then she f- realised that she was... It was made out of paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She realised that she was, m- like, literally flying through the air in an electrical storm. She describes gliding through the air two and a half miles in the sky, still strapped into her seat, all alone. Then the glide... So she's literally all alone? So is everyone else f- fucked off them? Yeah. The plane just fucking went, boom, just got ripped apart. And then she was like, what the fuck? And yeah. the- <laughs> <laughs> and she's sitting in a chair, gliding yeah, through yeah, the sky. Yeah. The, the glide then started, because it was quite orderly. She was like literally, like um, I suppose, like a, an amusement park ride. She's sitting there going, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Next level amusement park ride. You'd be like, this is the mentalist dream I've <laughs> ever had. Because <laughs> this gentle glide. Well, was I smoking last night? Or was <laughs> I eating shitloads of cheese? What was going on? 
<laughs> cheese and nightmares, man. <laughs> Gotta stop eating cheese. But she said the glide turned into like a tumbled fall, so it went from being quite serene to just r- like she was falling face down, spiraling towards the ground in like in like a weird spinning motion. And it, because she was still strapped into the seat, the only point of contact holding her in was the belt around her waist. And we've all seen aircraft. Yeah, yeah. They're not like supportive of your upper body. It is just a rope around your, your, around your fucking hips, isn't it? She said she couldn't breathe and felt like she was being crushed because all the G-force... I was, yeah, I was about to say, the G-force must have been fucking horrendous. Yeah, she said it hurt like fuck. I mean, no shit. Um, she also says at this point she was 100% aware of what had happened, but obviously was out, yeah, completely control, powerless, yeah. couldn't do anything. And even remembers that seeing the jungle rising up to her very fast. She says it looked like green broccoli, and then she passed out before impact. So either she passed out before impact, or the just impact G's was so fucking hard, it just erased the memory. Yeah, I reckon the G would have done her, knocked her out. Mm. That's yeah. probably the best option, actually. If if you're gonna die, you want the G to knock you out before, because then at least you you're not panicking. Then you just that's it. That's probably what sa- saved her as well, because she, she's probably all floppy as well, because obviously yeah. passing out. It's probably helped her a bit. It sounds mental, but a lot of people tense, don't they? Yeah. Don't they reckon mm. if you get hit by I reckon, a car? I reckon I'd be a bit tense in that situation. Yeah, yeah. You'd be going shit. <laughs> but um, <laughs> <laughs> holy shit. Um, fucking hell. <laughs> fucking hell. It's um, not good. They reckon that now with with car crashes and stuff. Um, if you're outside the car and you get hit by a car, because everyone, because people tense because yeah. they yeah. they're about to get hit, they reckon that's bad. They reckon that one of the best things to actually do is just sort of just relax. Yeah, because like you got more chance of just bumping off it rather than snapping and you know being ripped apart and stuff. Yeah, like drunk people have like. Don't get me wrong. Don't try it because you probably will die still. Yeah, but don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like we said, it was two and a half miles at over 10,000 feet in altitude. And that's a long, long way in the sky. Yeah, fucking hell. I mean, how can you survive that, that kind of fall? So, this is what she thinks and experts think potentially saved her. Because she described being in a massive thunderstorm, there's huge, like tropical ones, like there's huge updrafts of warm air that literally drive everything up. Yeah, carries yeah. up the heat and very powerful now that, that more than likely slowed her descent because she was in a next level thunderstorm it wasn't like yeah, the yeah. ones we get yeah, in yeah. England where it goes well yeah bang. all of a sudden she was in some sort of like end of the world well it was, it I was suppose, for most of them like yeah. an apocalyptic yeah. so that, that actually they think the updraft would have slowed her down and also she says oh, like we said before she remembers seeing the jungle spiralling below her so this spinning motion uh, was probably because we know she was still in a sea and the seat may the row of seats may have actually still being connected to some plane wreckage uh, and that that was causing this. So basically she did like a helicopter. She helicoptered all the yeah. way down by some complete fluke and that would have removed some velocity. Yeah, and then obviously, like you say, the upwind of the, the, the heat and stuff would have slowed down a little bit. I don't know how much it would have slowed her down, but it's Enough. definitely going to help. But then also she hit the, um, like the dense canopy of trees and they're intertwined with lo- lots of jungle vines. So... The, the the canopy of the trees, the branches and and the vines caused some sort of like natural breaking system. So ripping through all that shit slowed her down while spinning as well and an updraft. It just took the fucking edge off it. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, that, wouldn't you? You'd be like, what the 
fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll never know why she survived for luck. I mean, I don't think she would have described uh, the fall as having the edge taken off it. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. Phew, thank God for that. I took the, e- <laughs> I took, I took the edge off that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, sound. Let's find that again. But then it made me think, then, how many people have survived, like, aircraft breaking up, like, still being in their seats, and survived all the way down only to be killed when they hit the floor? Probably. Yeah, I mean, it's probably it could be, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I bet you some people probably wish they died on it because mm. obviously it's just a longer death for some people because some people just won't be able to to help themselves and live, will they? Well, there is a little bit more on that, which is re- reveals information which, ha- like the fate of a lot of passengers, it may have occurred to them. But uh, also, like that, you remember that we did the um, episode on that Malaysian jet that got shot down, yeah, yeah. crashed, or whatever, or whatever happened to it. They um, those pesky Russians, pesky Russians, or whatever, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, it was or Ukrainians. The, yeah, all the Ukrainians, or just I don't know, maybe a disaster. But yeah. they found members, like people who were on board that plane, strapped into their seats on the ground, dead. But they had their oxygen masks on, so they were obviously compassmentous enough to try and at least self-preservate a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, mm. it, it, it seems that it might happen more often than not that you yeah. survive and then only get killed on the ground. Terrifying, anyway. Yeah. Uh, but the area where they the plane went down is that remote. The crash site, even to this day, has not been fully identified. Since okay. this happened in 1971, it's completely inaccessible. You've got to trek for days to get to it. Um, and they're still finding passengers' belongings and wreckage to this day. Oh, right. It's okay. fucking way out there. She doesn't know how long she was unconscious after impact in the ground, but remembers waking up, still sh- trapped in her row of seats. She was underneath them, soaking wet covered in mud it'd been raining all night and she thinks she thinks she was there a full afternoon the whole night into the next morning until it got light and woke up somewhere around sort of 10 11 o'clock lazy lazy fuck so she was there for probably 16 (laughs) hours plus yeah just stuck under i think think you probably would be because i think your body just if you got traumatized by you just even if you're not hurt it's just seen basically oblivion you know what yeah I mean? Yeah, man, yeah, totally. Yeah, I think your body's just going to switch off for a bit, yeah. reset, and we, start again. <laughs> we, we need a little bit of a rest. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's woke up on the jungle floor. You've survived catastrophe number one. You might as well forget about that fucking plane crash because you've got the jungle to deal with now. Yeah. And that's going to try and kill you all the time, the whole time <laughs> yeah. you're there. Slowly as well, most likely. Like we say, she's clued up about the environment uh, after living with her parents. She knew how to make huts and like shelters and had the skills to at least postpone death. I mean, me and you would have just been walking around in our pants crying. You know what I mean? She she could figure some shit out. She was more prepared than the lame. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she remarked that her home was, she felt her home was the jungle, but you can't just, like, we live in fucking England, but you couldn't go outside in your fucking pants and stand there. You're going to die. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Even though it's your home, it doesn't make it any fucking better, does it? Really? No, no. <laughs> so, um, not surprisingly, Juliana was feeling a little bit unwell. After yeah. <laughs> a, bit, a bit poorly. She was puking up like Rob is at the moment and was constantly nauseous like Rob is, <laughs> except she wasn't hungover. That was from being knocked the fuck out. That's, that's that's the fact that she's in the middle of a jungle and she's just fallen out of a plane, basically, <laughs> <laughs> survived. Yeah. I think you've got, you got to allow that. Yeah, yeah. You were like, a bit yeah. of sick. <laughs> bit, bit of time out. Yeah, you yeah. Her left eye was swollen shut and her right eye only partially opened, so she pretty much couldn't see, which is not useful. Um, she couldn't find her mum anywhere. She was calling for her. She was gone. Um, she was still... I've got to be honest, I don't think I would be calling for mum or dad if if uh, if um, they were on that plane with me. Uh, it'd be like, it's pretty obvious they're 
either doing the same thing as me somewhere else yeah. or they're dead. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's as simple as that, isn't yeah. it? I'll be thinking to myself, how many people do I, Can I, I eat? heard about who <laughs> fell out of aeroplanes and survived? Well, yeah, yeah. One, me. Yeah, yeah. So the chance of everyone else being alive is slim. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she couldn't find a mum anywhere. Um, the thing is, because the plane, like like you just said, two and a half miles up, she probably been ripped out and thrown miles yeah. away. Mile, she should be miles be away. From her. Her. Yeah, she'd be. She's not going to be like, like forty yards up, up the uh, the jungle. Yeah. It's going to be like fucking miles and miles away, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking. When you think about it, it's terrifying. She contemplated her odds of survival, um, which must have been terrifying. Mm being in the jungle on your own. The clothes she was wearing when she boarded the plane were not suitable for jungle survival. So this is just getting worse. She, obviously, she lost the glasses. Doesn't matter. Your eyes are fucked. Can't see anyway. <laughs> yeah. She only had one sandal on. Not good. Lost the other one falling out of the sky. And to top it off, she was wearing a fucking miniskirt. Fucking hell. So she's sitting in the jungle. A bit breezy down there. With one flip-flop on. No glasses. Looks like she's been punched by McGregor twice. Can't see anything. I'm wearing a miniskirt. Looks like some sort of victim. Looks like a Geordie girl fell out of the sky <laughs> after a Friday night. A Geordie girl Friday night. Why is there a Geordie in the, in the fucking jungle? Why are you, man? You're Why are you? Pet? Yeah, yeah. Fucking lost, man. Is it Ant or Deck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No sympathy. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, the next time I fly, I'm wearing full survival gear <laughs> I'm not fucking taking chances yeah. I'm wearing cold weather climate hot weather I'm wearing taking a fucking inflatable canoe with me <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lot. Uh, so in, she's in your hand luggage <laughs> <laughs> why you got fucking like machetes and like like <laughs> bloke, um, fishing um, canoes rods, and fishing rods spear guns yeah bear traps <laughs> <laughs> just in case you fucking never know distress flares combat <laughs> yeah, gear yeah yeah she was trying to get up um, even standing up she was nearly blacking out she was really really struggling after a few hours of trying, she finally got able to sit up. So she was, Fox. I mean, she rung a bell hard. As you would say, pugmunked. She was fucking pugmunked. <laughs> also, <laughs> she um, she fractured a collarbone. Now, luckily, she says luckily, the bone wasn't sticking out of her skin, which is lucky when you consider yeah. it. But um, they were. it was completely snapped, and one bone was sitting on top of the other, just underneath her skin. So I've never broken a collarbone, but it's kind of like a... I have, it's, it's horrible. Part, it's part of your fucking frame. It's like, horrible, because <coughs> I'll tell you what it is, it feels... When I've done it, it, it feels like it's more of an ache than anything, than an actual break. I didn't know it was broken. And I got told, because I was at school at the time, the teacher went, what the fuck is going on with your shoulder? Because it was like down here. And uh, I went, I don't know. And she went, you need to go to hospital. <laughs> I was like, all right. Collarbone's a funny one. But you, the problem is with the collarbone one is you can't get comfortable. You can't sit down and lean back because just any movement on your back there, it shoots a pain up to yeah. your collarbone. You can't lie down. It's just one, one of them. You kind of just like that all the time, get pissed off. just well, going. She, she said it didn't hurt, though. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. She's just falling out of a fucking plane. I think that's the last of her worries, to I be honest. <laughs> I, I think you're just being a wimp. Aliki went training with a fractured collarbone on Tuesday. Yeah. And this and this lady that's true. has just fell out of an airplane and is going to survive. I didn't jungle. stop me. It didn't stop me, but I'm just saying it did hurt. Sure, I'm sure I'm sure it did. <laughs> so uh, Julian says she's obviously got a broken collarbone. She can't fucking see. She got a massive cut on her left calf, about four inches long and one inches deep from some... I don't know, spinning Some through metal the fucking sky. Shit, yeah, or tree or whatever. An yeah. airborne blender, that's yeah. what happened. But um, she couldn't get her head around the fact that it didn't bleed. So she's got a huge gash in her leg and it didn't bleed. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh. what causes non-bleeding? I did a quick into Google search and uh, extremely clean cuts can rupture fluor, uh, fewer blood vessels, causing fewer openings for you to bleed out of. And the less trauma surrounding the tissue that would normally cause stress hormones, histamine, uh, to be released, that increases the bleeding. So if it's a really kind of 
quick, clean cut. Yeah, it doesn't tend to. to but I drilled my finger on. I wouldn't say that about the people. You know, those the um get their head cut off. I'm pretty yeah. sure they die, and oh, there's a lot of blood there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no, I know what you mean. No, like with muscles and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And parts of your leg. If it's well, you get it with shaving sometimes, don't you? You know what I mean. If it's a I sh- don't shave. I know. Well, yeah. Well, neither do I really. But you, I, never I cut used my balls. to. Never cut. You never cut your balls. <laughs> I have. <laughs> um, you get you cut yourself, and you don't realise. You know you've done it, but you don't feel it, and yeah. then and then it doesn't bleed, and then sometimes it just pisses out, doesn't it? Well, that's it. Like I drilled my finger there on Friday, and nice. drill. It's obviously they just rip your skin apart. It didn't bleed, so I don't know what they're saying in that. I literally did. I, cut, I drilled my finger about an hour after reading what. I cut why so why did you drill your finger? Because I just forgot my finger was behind me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, becoming more composed and like checking a situation out. She's like, okay, my arm's fucked, can't see. She started crawling around on all fours in the middle of the jungle, shouting out and crying from mom, who was obviously nowhere to be seen. She had a very close relationship with her mom and the realisation that she was gone in like a really horrendous way and probably dead was, um, you know, dying a terrifying <laughs> death. It hit her hard. It all happened instantly, man. There was no prep time. It was just like, you know, fucking deal with well, this. Yeah, yeah. Suddenly in the storm, bosh, a couple yeah. of minutes of carnage up there, then suddenly you got you're just a chair floating through the sky, you go yeah, fuck. Yeah. And then you've got the fucking rest to deal with. Horrifically, they they found out that um her mum had initially survived the crash but died from her injury several days later. She was found on the twelfth of January. So she got pulled out of her chair. She wasn't in the seat. Okay, yeah. So whether she got ripped out and was... I don't, I don't know, but... Well, you might have got ripped out because... I probably should have tried belts. to find out where what happened to her mum more, but I didn't because I'm just slack-jawed like that. Those seatbelts are shit, aren't they? So Yeah. You know, why do they give you seatbelts for like, you know... For your own peace of mind. You ain't surviving yeah, but, shit. But the thing is, I can understand when if it's coming down landing, people might fall about, right? But surely, if, if it's also there to help when you crash, they should make it like a fucking Formula 1 one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Except for just, uh, like you say, a rope around your waist. Because yeah. you, you, could, you could fall out of that. If the, the plane pi- falls apart, you could slip out of that still. Yeah. And it'd probably snap anyway. I want to see what the pilot seatbelts are like. Yeah, and me. Actually, yeah. You know what I mean? If they've got, like, rally driver, fighter pilot seatbelts, I fucking want them. And um and they say, don't they, you know, the steward, stewards who sit the other way, they yeah. sit there because it's safer. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Turn us round. <laughs> Yeah, fly backwards. Yeah, turn as well. The thing is, they say put your head in between your legs. What? A what? brace and brace for impact. You're going. You're in a. You're look, about you're to hit a mountain. You're not gonna. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean. Just pass me the whiskey. Yeah. And let me just fucking crack on with it. We, yeah, just we got a door. I'd rather jump. I've we'll probably got more chance of surviving. Yeah, jump at the last minute and you yeah. land fine. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So her mum, uh, Julianne and mum, were both probably crawling around the jungle at the same time, alive, oh. fucked up which is horrible. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how many people survived that because if it happened to two people, we know that she survived and we know her mum survived for a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Could it be more? Terrifying. Yeah, I, I wonder if anyone actually fully survived. I mean, as in, like you say, the same situation but just they lived in a jungle. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> carried on. You never know. Oh, yeah, you could like just jack in life in and just yeah, stay yeah. there. Like Bear grills. So it's, it's really bad, man, because one moment everything's cool, looking forward to Christmas and the next minute, Everyone's dead. You're falling out of an aircraft. Your mom's fucking dead. And you're literally at Shit Creek without a paddle. So she's composing herself and knew her best chance of survival was to somehow trek through the the jungle on her own and and find a stream or like a creek or some form of water. Yeah, yeah. Um, But when we say like the forest is, the jungle's dense, I mean it's dense. You can't just, if you you Google what it looks like, you can't just walk through. No, no. It's like... 
Yeah, but we we see hedges and stuff, don't you? When you yeah. you know in little parks, and it's gonna be like that everywhere. You know, it's where you, you have to walk round it. Yeah, it's gonna be like that everywhere. So you can't walk round it. Yeah, yeah. You need a machete. Um, but there was a previous incident near the research base that a family lived on, where an M- American expedition had got in trouble. Now get this: a dude shot himself in the leg and couldn't get out of the jungle. So the expedition sent another dude and a member of the team back through the jungle to get help. And apparently, he got lost, but he knew what to do. He found a small natural spring, not like a boing boing spring. HTA, yeah, yeah, I know water <laughs> water spring. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and he just followed it until it where it joined the main river, and then he followed that for a couple of days until he found people. Uh, piece of piss. It's easy, isn't it? Apparently fuck, so. Fuck you, Bear grills. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off with your hospitality just yeah. behind the camera. You dickhead, yeah. Is there with his fucking holiday in, probably? Is <laughs> yeah. there with, um, what's his face? Um, what's his name? Um, Lenny Henry, probably. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Both, both sitting there in bed together, <laughs> holding each other. <laughs> so, ju- so Julianne remembered... Um, how this guy got himself out of the shit. So she knew if she could find a stream or something like that and follow it, it'll probably lead to a river and she could head downstream uh, knowing that tribes used water waterways and um, often settled by them for like fishing. And, and they also used them like, um, like a transport system, like slow-ass motorways. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just easier because they're clear. There's a clear passage through the jungle. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, most of the time, is it? But that's easier said than done because there's no... Walkways in the Peruvian jungle. No, you can't just yeah. You can't just you to go. It's there. I'm gonna walk there. It's just next level thick. It's not gonna happen. Uh, she had no tools to help her. No way of making shelter or fire. Food was there all around her, but she just couldn't access it. Yeah, she yeah. didn't have the kit to uh, to get into it. Whilst all this is going down, a um a search and rescue party was underway immediately. It was the biggest search in Peruvian history. They used military aircraft. They drafted in civilian aeroplanes, helicopters. They were all using specialist infrared heat detection equipment, but they found nothing. They couldn't even find the plane. It's, well, it doesn't surprise me, mate. It got swallowed, literally she swallowed. She couldn't find the plane, mate, when yeah. she was sitting in it. Disappeared. <laughs> so <laughs> the, 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 chance, the chance that they're going to find it's fucking zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was if she was in it and it suddenly disappeared. That's what she said, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it got sucked to another dimension. She's going to wake up, mate. All that cheese and weed she was having the <laughs> night before. Just fucked her head up big time. So she, th- they said that there wasn't even any, like, disturbance in the canopy of the jungle to indicate where the, it just it was gone. They were just flying over, and they were like, "There's nothing here." So you can't, you know. Infrared. Where do you, yeah, where, you what, what, where do you start if there's nothing, no clues? Just don't know. You know, it happens somewhere in probably about a fifty-mile radius of this area in a fucking jungle. Probably just, and fl- you can't see. If you could see a little bit of the, you go for me. That's like the propeller there. We could see or whatever. You go right. We've got somewhere to start from here. Yeah, yeah. Probably just fly the route that the plane took and. Or, well, the the route that you think the plane took and just <laughs> yeah. hope, you know what I mean? Fuck that, I'm not getting in that storm. Um, <laughs> That's what I really like. Well, even she said that there was no wreckage. She only found debris four days after the crash. Um, so four days in to... Even she was in it. Nothing, mm. nothing around her. And what it was, four days later, she found a row of seats with three dead women strapped in upside down. Now, it hit the floor with such force it had been driven into the jungle floor so hard that only their feet were sticking out. How fucking creepy is that? That is terrifying. Now, it freaked her out. Now, she actually, no shit. She actually checked them to see if it was her mom. Uh, obviously, it wasn't a mum because her mum was strapped into the same chair as she yeah, was. Yeah, so yeah. Unless she's doing some fucking James Bond, Mission Impossible, next level <laughs> changing of seats whilst <laughs> falling out of an exploded aeroplane <laughs> yeah, yeah. at 100 miles an hour. Uh, some Hollywood le- next level shit, that is. Um, Ex- extreme skydiving. <laughs> swapping seats <laughs> yeah. in the air. Yeah, yeah. What's blown up? Oh Fair play dear. to you. Yeah. 
Um, it wasn't a bomb, obviously. Um, she scoured about them because they got clothes yeah, on got and shit. Sh- yeah, get the, get fa- the gear. Yeah, found some sweets and uh, there was some cake there, but the cake was all fucked up and like wrecked because it had been sitting. Surprise me, it's fucking cake as well. Imagine if the cake was pristine. Yeah. Like, this is a fucking trap. You, yeah, yeah, you would think like, yeah, you think like this isn't real. Something, something's like going a, on here. A mine. I'm gonna pick it up. And it's gonna blow yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. What's yeah. going on here? This, this, there's no way this cake cannot be <laughs> hurt or damaged in any way. Yeah. <laughs> it depends what type of cake. If it's like an old granny's like fruit cake that's rock hard it probably would that's be that's true it probably would be wouldn't it it'd be like a brick <laughs> probably kill people if it fell out yeah you use it to kill animals to get your food uh, so she um, she left the cake but she regretted it because thinking you know fucked up jungle floor cake is better than nothing well yeah I'd, I'd, yeah I think I'd go with that she she took what she needed and then got moving interestingly she wasn't as we say waiting for the rescue she knew the odds of them finding her was slim she's got to get herself out no one was coming a best attempt, a best bet was self rescue. Smart move. Yeah, but the, the, the right, they say right, don't they? And I don't. I've never quite understood this. Right, if something bad happens somewhere, the best thing to do is stay put where you are. Yeah. Now, <coughs> in certain situations, it's probably true if mm-hmm. you know the area and you can go. Well, they know the area because I know the yeah. area. But you're in the middle of a fucking forest. You can't just go. Well, I'll sit in this chair and. You know, someone's going to save you. You're going to expect someone to come wandering through. Exactly. Hello, yeah. We found oh, you. Shit, sorry. How's it? You know, how, how do you get here? What yeah. the fuck? Happened to your plane? It's not going to happen, is it? No. So after uh, leaving the jungle floor cake and the fucked up dead people sticking out of the ground, she found uh, a spring. Uh, so jackpot. She's thinking, brilliant. Uh, gave her hope. She, knowing her life depended on it, she just she followed it. Now she's barefoot still. We've got one sandal on. I don't know why she didn't take anything off the dead people. Mm. But bear in mind, she'd be maybe it's the, the wrong earth. size. Do you imagine walking through a forest barefoot? Jungles are a lot worse. And you, most people can't even walk across a gravel drive. No. Everyone goes, ooh, ah, ah, oh, ah. Yeah. yeah. And you imagine that's where you'd get the infections and you'd get, and that's where you'd start dying probably Treading from your feet. fucking spiders yeah. and shit. Yeah. And then you get I mean? eaten alive through the night by bugs constantly. Yeah, it must be carnage. So the spring that she found led to a creek. Her, her feet were cut to ribbons and she was badly concussed, scared, cold and hungry. But she just kept following the water like in a mad daze. She came across one of the engines from the aircraft lying in I a stream know. covered in oil. So I mean, it's got to be stuff around her. <laughs> in her spring, a, br- a clean spring, oil, water. Bollocks! Come on, you <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Mankind pissed off, polluting everything. You fucking wankers. On day three of the being in the jungle, she got like she got a break for it because she heard a call from uh, a bird, a, a crested chicken, and it was coming from a completely different direction from where she was going. <coughs> but apparently, this type of bird it nests on large rivers, so she knew from a previous experience in the jungle there's a big river somewhere. Yeah, she was like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna take a gamble. Instead of following this dirty ass stream, I'm gonna go over there where I heard them birds were." Trek as well. She trekked through the jungle, completely just going against everything that she thought was correct, um, found w- the area where the birds were, but uh, the river was all, like, fucked up. It was completely impacted, like, logs in here. Yeah. And so she, she couldn't get through it. No one could get through it. It wasn't a jungle motorway, basically. It yeah. was just, like, a fucking back It was a fucked up one. Um, while she was there, though, she heard, like, search and rescue planes circling in the skies above. So she knew that they were looking, but there was no way of getting their attention. You can't wave at them. No. She couldn't see them because she's under the canopy. You can't signal to them because it's just too dense. And they ain't going to see you anyway. So she kind of thought, if they find me, they find me. But that's secondary. Yeah, yeah. Primary is... Try and get her out, yeah. Yeah. Two days later, the plane stopped coming, though. 
So they like, well, fuck it. That was 10 days. They called the search off after mm. 10 days with all people presumed lost. Yeah. Uh, so she's totally on her own, knows that no one's coming now. Yeah. 100%. No and that's torture because you just sit, you've seen or heard people are there, they're there, but you can't fucking get to them. Scary, man. Pointless hoping for salvation. And you know they're probably looking for you as well. And, you you know, you're there, like you say, mm. and they can't see you. Yeah, they're, they're trying to help, but they're blind. Bastards. So her trouble started to get worse at this point. Um, she was beginning to become concerned with a wound on her upper arm. Uh, it wasn't anything too bad at first. She didn't even really pay any attention to it. But the jungle gets to you eventually, or rather the insects do. So what happened was flesh flies <laughs> had sniffed out the wound and laid eggs in it and the maggots were hatching and they were eating their way deep into her arm through the flesh and through the, through the muscle, making a huge smelly hole in the process. Oh. The room is on the back of her arm here, so it's, like, it's, not, it's not in an, an area place that you check. I mean, if it was on your chest or your leg or your fucking, you know, you'd see it. Yeah, yeah. And because these, these critters have a habit of making the wounds painless, that way they don't, uh, you know, arise suspicion that they're there doing it. You're not going to fucking check. Um, so, uh, yeah, it wasn't particularly good. Um, when she realised as well, she put her hand around and felt it. There were maggots started, oh. like, literally crawling in her arm. Uh, it's, it's gross. She was like, what's this, like, numb hole that smells like cheese and is moving on the back of her? <laughs> oh, dear. Not nice, is it? Cheese? Um, cheese? Fucking cheese again. Another cheese reference. Could, could um, she have the maggots? Yeah, I, I would have fucking eat me, eat you, <laughs> eat my stuff back from you. Yeah, and get my energy <laughs> out of you, which was from me. Yeah, ah! it's like a constant flow of energy. It's like the circle of life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perpetual food. Just let yeah, them eat. Yeah. They eat you, and then you eat them, then they eat you. So you're eating yourself and getting more energy from yourself, and previously eating bits <laughs> of yourself. Ah, they they actually chew through her arm, and they made a one-inch circular hole that was about an inch deep, and there was. Well, she says there was loads of half-inch-long maggots wriggling inside her arm, eating her flesh and muscles, and there's nothing she can do. She's got more problems because blood poisoning is a real risk. She knows this, and without getting treatment quickly, she seemed real, real serious issue. Yeah. She could lose her arm. Yeah, like, It's well, fucking yeah. real, man. And because she was being eaten alive and becoming increasingly more exhausted, walking was becoming more and more difficult. So instead of strolling along the riverbanks, what she'd do is she'd just get in to the rivers and swim or just float along, allowing the current, natural current of the river to take her. That sort of saves energy. But I'm not happy about that, man. Jungle rivers. That sounds... Uh, well, yeah, it does sound <laughs> mental, but if you're fucked and you're down to... You've got no, nothing else to really go for, you know what I mean? You're thinking, fuck, they've stopped the rescue, you know, that... You kind of kind of lost well you are lost but what I mean is you, you, you're you not found a stable path yet you, you know that you think well, this will lead to anything you're using shit loads of energy that you don't actually have yeah, yeah. I think sometimes you might have to jump on it and go yeah I'm going to have to use it yeah Take a risk. I'm probably going to get eaten to fuck but well she she know there was loads of piranhas in the water but there's a, a bit of a misconception. Apparently, they won't attack you unless they're in huge fucking numbers. And she yeah. knew the numbers. It's a school of them, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. She was like, fuck it. We'll be all right. Um, and also, there was crocodiles. She'd be floating along and see crocodiles on the on the riverbanks. And they would see her and dive into the water right by her. But she didn't have the energy to care. And she also said that she knew that they posed little threat. 
fuck that, man? Anything with a fucking mouth that looks like that and a brain and, the size and of a looked walnut. at you and then goes in the water and coming towards your direction and be like, um, it's fuck. Yeah, that's a threat. I don't care what. That's a threat. Yeah. It's a killing machine. Yeah. It has been, it's, a, it's a dinosaur. You're going to be spun like a motherfucker and then disappear. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens, isn't it? So. Oh, yeah. Mm. I wonder how many if that happened to people. Horrible, horrible. But she said, she said that swimming or flying was a lot safer because walking with no shoes on in the shallows was dangerous due to the hundreds of poisonous fucking stingrays that were lurking just underneath the mud. It's like, what the fuck? She's riding death, literally, yeah. down the stream. She is, yeah, yeah. So when the river becomes impassable, what she forcing her to walk, she'd have to poke the riverbed in front of her with a stick to try and scare off the rays. Um, they were like sneaky, hidden little assassins in the ground, man. So you've got crocs, poisonous snakes, you've got spiders, jaguars, you've got fuck ants, mosquitoes, but it's the rays you want to watch about. They can get you. Their sting can penetrate through protective footwear. She only had one sandal on. I'm not happy about it. But like, fuck you, jungle. <laughs> By this point, come on, just, just give me a little break, you know what I mean, where I can walk one inch without being eaten and yeah. fucking electrocuted or stabbed or something. Why is everyone trying to kill me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. Stop it, you cunts. But the Rays are sneaky fuckers, man. They took out Big Steve Irwin, and I'll never forgive him for that. No. Bastards. Yeah, I think it was something like, there's only ever been two recorded deaths from that as well, from Rays. I think so, like that specific type, that, is yeah, it? Yeah, that big, the big type of Ray, yeah. yeah. Fucked up, man. Fucked up, Steve. It was a hell of a shot. Yeah, it was. I think it was... Um, it, it was he was caught unaware, because obviously he knew, it, well, had no threat, but obviously he did. It just, just got unlucky, got scared, and hit him. Right in the art, didn't it? Basically, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, obviously, poking, poking the ground as she walks along the riverbank, she'd also say that she was throwing sticks as she was walking through the jungle to try and scare any animals or at least alert her to what was lurking in the bushes. Yeah. She says the nights were shit. Just before sundown, <laughs> Juliana would begin to look for a shelter, like somewhere to bed down for the night, preferably um, a big tree. Or yeah. some form of sloped embankment that she oh. could get her back against for protection. Yeah. So she could only get fucking attacked. Bit by the front and not the back. And she would then cover herself up with whatever leaves she could find. The rainless nights were the worst because the mosquitoes would come out in plague-like numbers and literally eat, eat the fuck out of her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she only had a miniskirt on. She said that, like, rubbing her skin, like, would be ribbons of mosquitoes on oh. her fingers. Like wiping sweat off her head, it would just there'd be thousands of them, just almost black with them. But there's nothing you can do. No, they're everywhere. It's like a constant torture, isn't it? Ants were crawling into her ears and her eyes, her mouth and her nose, just just biting her. It was not comfortable no. at all. The nights where it rained were torture because the rain was freezing cold, so she couldn't sleep. So she'd just be sitting under a pile of leaves in the jungle in the freezing rain, being eaten alive by fuck knows what till daybreak listening to all the weird sounds shitting yourself <laughs> she was in the jungle for 12 days it's fucking scary mate that is nuts it's worse still because when she was found when she found the river on day three cause that's how long it took her to find it um, if she'd gone the opposite direction to the way she went she probably would have been rescued within a couple of days because the, o- the other way opened up into an area where a lot of boats were okay. using like loggers and stuff but 50-50 innit you kind of follow the flow of the water, don't you? Um, but yeah, it's, it's imagine that. It's been fucking. That's the problem, though. You, you, I can imagine myself being in a situation. I was thinking this earlier on. When you when you do find the stream or whatnot, do you go up it or down it? Usually you'd go down it, but you don't know what's up the stream. You yeah. could, there could be a fucking city there. <laughs> for yeah, you yeah. Know. I, I think she went down because it was just more energy efficient. Yeah, yeah. Let well, the it water is. Take yeah. Her. 
But um, the problem was, after a week in the jungle, because she was injured and weak, and everything was fucking eating her, she was getting very close to death. Time was running out. Uh, she started to let the river take her along without really looking at the shore like she'd done before. She's getting a bit slack and a bit, a bit fucked yeah, up. Yeah, fucking hell, come Needs on. To keep fucking sharp. She wasn't even trying to spot signs of humans now. Yeah, so just, 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 just what are you doing? Just, yeah, just waiting to die down the stream. You're just floating along now. It's not a fucking ride. You need to keep your eyes fucking out, man. Well, she was sort of like she says in a strange, exhausted trance, not really taking in any anything. She's just bumbling along, drifting aimlessly. Um, said it was like being in a parallel universe, like oh, another world, mm. far away from all other humans. And I, it probably was, man, because you've not seen anyone for no. God knows how long. Now, drifting is apparently not a very good idea. You have to be really careful how long you're actually out on the open water uh, floating because she's essentially lying out in the sun in a mad sickness and injury-induced trance with her back up mm. into the sky, um, which began to hurt. She reached around to feel her back, thinking, what the fuck's all this pain, man? She brought her fingers back around to check her fingers, and they were just completely covered in blood. Because she'd been exposed to the sun for that days yeah. and then. She had second-degree burns on her back. So now her back's just fu- haggard. Just bleeding like fuck. Everything's trying to kill her. On day 10, she was resting on a sandbank in a daze, very close to death. I mean, she was... I mean, if she hadn't have been found when she was found, that's it. She, yeah, yeah. she couldn't hold on much more. And she wasn't paying anything, any attention to she anything. give up on... Yeah, she's just stumbling around, like you say. That's yeah. it. She'd give up on... Looking for things which were going to attack her. Running on fumes, man. Yeah. So she survived a two and a half mile fall. She could barely see anything. She got a massive cut on her leg. She got a broken collarbone. Maggots are eating into her arm. She got second degree burns on her back. And she's totally out of it, lying on this sandbank, thinking, well, I'm guessing this is it. Then she realizes there was like a, a canoe on the other side of the bank, like a tribal boat kind of thing and she she hadn't seen it even though she'd been lying there yeah. for hours she's just completely out of it she thought she was hallucinating when she first saw it she was like oh what's that oh it's a boat that can't be real mm. I'm in the jungle and then when she realised that it was actually material and it was a real object yeah fucking straight back yeah. game on we're, you know we're this back is in, it yeah. yeah we're back in the game back in the room gives you energy I suppose uh, there was nobody around still but she noticed a small path leading away from the river, like a gentle slope that had clearly had... Some human activity or, or something. Yeah. Some big animal activity at Going least. Going through it, yeah. Combine that slope with the boat. She was like, it's probably fucking humans. Yeah, let's hope anyway, yeah. We've got to fucking... We've got to go up mm. there. So she tried to climb up this bank. It was nine foot tall. This is how fuck she was. Nine foot tall b- uh, bank, and it took a n- um, several hours to get over it. Just slipping. Just as fucked. Com- yeah, it's like a personal Mount Everest. You've got to get over that. Mm. At the top, over this embankment, she found a hut. And inside this hut, there was a, a motor for the boat that was by the river. But she was just so fucked. Yeah. So was, she didn't even consider motorboating it. <laughs> <laughs> nicking <laughs> the boat. No one's fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No the police. person to help you, but like, oh, I don't think you I want to nick that boat. Is. Just wait, you're going to be saved. <laughs> There's no police looking. Yeah, I'll have that. Looks like I've got a new boat. <laughs> yeah. The uh, notorious jungle thief. So she um, bedded down for the night, basically. She's got shelter. Yeah. And there were lots of frogs hopping about inside the hut. Um, and she tried to catch them to eat them. She was completely so fucked up, she couldn't even catch a frog. And she, she said it was like they were taking the piss out of her. They yeah. were always just slightly out of reach. But even if you did get them, what are you going to do? Just start chomping into them? I suppose, well, I suppose uh, you would, uh, though, uh, wouldn't uh, you? Uh, if you're close, you know, if you're 
that's all you can get to eat. Yeah. Then you Swallow would, it whole. And you're going to see that or die. Swallow it whole. Yeah. No flavour. Oh. Well, what happens if it's one of them poisonous fuckers? Anyway. Yeah. anyway. Oh. So she st- spent the night in this in this hut on death's door. And the next day, three native dudes who were logging returned to their jungle hut only to find a 17-year-old blonde girl in a miniskirt chilling in the fucking jungle. <laughs> yeah, like, what? what the fuck? What have we... What kind of a party yeah, did you yeah, go yeah, to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it, how did you do the They thought that she was a kind of water goddess at first, like a, a figure from local legend that's a hybrid of a dolphin and a blonde, white-skinned woman. Wearing a uh, uh, skirt thing. Yeah, wearing a miniskirt, yeah. yeah. Is that in your local tradition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, did you, how were you aware of miniskirts? Yeah. She must have looked wrecked. For yeah, them to she was fucked, yeah. So it's now the 3rd of January 1972 and the plane went down on the 24th of December 1971. She was half unconscious when they found her very close to death. They cleaned up her infected wounds as much as they could and they also poured petrol into the gaping hole on her arm to drive the maggots out. Now apparently they protested and dug further in instead of com- coming out. Bastards. You know, so they, um, they had to just resort to fingers and... Them out. 30 half inch long maggots they pulled out over 30 out of her arm half they had no choice man so fair size as well fucking yeah you get one in there one millimetre long oh. that's more than enough isn't it yeah they gave her some food and some water and then they got her in one of, in the boat and they took her back to, to their village it's not like a local fucking airport you know what I mean yeah. can't Love get an Uber yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't get an Uber uh, she was that fucked up that when they got to the village they um, most of the villagers ran away thinking that she was a forest demon because her eyes are still like bright yeah. red, red from the pressure drop and impact yeah, like, oh. yeah she's fucked yeah. yeah yeah. so the next morning they took her on a seven hour boat trip to a logging station and then she was taken onto a small airstrip and flown to a missionary hospital where she stayed for a couple of months and she did actually make a complete full recovery awesome she still has bad nightmares to this day about it well, it didn't surprise me. But but she's back in the jungle. That's her. She's a bu- she's like a zoologist. She works in um in the jungle. She studies bats, I think. So oh, cool. it didn't put her off. No. But she didn't blame the jungle. But it's not. Yeah, well, it's not the jungle's fault, is it? No, it's not. It's not. It's not anyone. Well, I would say it's not anyone's fault. It is. It's some it's fuckers' the, fault. It's the chimps who are flying the plane. It's fucking Bill and Bob. Mm. Who flew yeah. it into an electrical storm and got it blown up. I thought, fuck this. We'll go for it. Absolute <laughs> carnage. That's probably what they thought, wasn't it? Yeah. What do you reckon, Bill? Oh no, Bob. If we go yeah, they're it. probably looking oh, it's on our path. Do we need to go? Nah, fuck it. Just keep going. See what happens. Flat stick it, full throttle. And then suddenly there's no ship. Ship? <laughs> well, yeah. It's a ship in the sky. Why not? It might as well be. There's just a big fucking boom and everyone's dead. Yeah, and, and, yeah. Big, well, a big boom and then the rest of the plane disappears, apparently. Just goes... Phew. We would do that if, if there's a pressure drop and there's a, a, a hole big enough for the wind as it as it was you're saying it was hurtling downwards yeah it will rip it off in about half a millisecond oh yeah so it'd be like from having a plane to nothing well you imagine what it's like when you put your hand out the window at 70 mile yeah. an hour on a motorway and then I, I don't know how fast p- turboprop propeller planes go they're not going 600 mile an hour no. maybe they're going 300 maybe they're going 200 it's still fucking fast yeah when you're sitting there not expecting it, and all of a sudden, there's a. Imagine someone turns on a fan that blows 200 mile an hour wind into your face without you realizing. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> Bosh. Yeah, just, just all of a sudden. Fuck. Yeah. And the the pressure drop blowing your ears out, fucking. Spinning out of control, getting meg, mega G force. Getting shocking, fucked. isn't it? Yeah. You, I think you finished your beer. Are you feeling better now? I'm feeling all right, yeah. Are you feeling all right? Mm-hmm. They're your stickers, by the way. Your bro, Are they? They're your bro honey and uh, your wicked stupid stickers. Oh, wicked. Courtesy of Alex. Cheers, Alex. You, you are the man. You can stick them on the back of a fucking iPad like that. Oh, yeah. I shall. Uh, I will do. I don't have an iPad. 
Well, you so. can stick them on the back of a piece of cardboard and write iPad stick on it. Stick it on your phone. Why not? On the glass, on it's the front. That's what all the cool kids do. Yeah. You don't need to see anything dead. Ah, so, that beer's done. Are you going to carry on drinking today or are you, are you not going to? No. You're too tender. It's too no, much. No, I, I can, I've drunk it fine, but I just know that if I do it, then I'm going to be in a world of pain again tomorrow because I'll carry on drinking. What time is it? Half past three now. <laughs> Ooh, half past three. Do I carry on drinking? Mm, it's a four-day week as well, isn't it? Mm. So, uh... Go nuts. Go fucking crazy. Crazy on Thursday night. So we could do, actually, we could do a double podcast next weekend. Yeah, we could do. We could do a normal one and do a um, <coughs> a random bollocks one because yeah. we're going to have some data left over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So we can do that. Sounds good to me, man. Sounds good to me. Shall we wrap up our episode? At yeah. One hour? Okay, people. So, um, yeah, hopefully next weekend we will have some information regarding uh, Miss Perrington and no. her email. Um, and uh, you might get might be a double header next weekend then. Yeah, you might be going, whoop. Double-ended robots for eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. If you want some stickers, you know what to do. Take a screen grab, blah, blah, blah. If you want to contact us, our details are our details. Like uh, robots for eyes at uh, gmail.com or just type us in Google, the usual thing, and we'll be on the first like eight or nine things probably. We always are. Go check out our main dudes, Carousel Sniper, and Your Week is Stupid, and uh, uh, everybody... Crack cushions, yeah. better than your boyfriend, the fucking lot. Yeah, so just listen to them. Listen to them all. They're all good, man. And we will see you next week. See you in a bit, everyone. <laughs>